0: Quick note before we get started, I'm going to have a personal update for you at the end of the show. So stay tuned. But first, here's the news. Donald Trump was just removed from another primary ballot. The Justice Department warned that it'll sue Texas over a new immigration law. And Nikki Haley is facing backlash after comments she made about the Civil War. That's some of what we'll get to on The 7 from The Washington Post. I'm Jeff Pierre. It's Friday, December 29th, the last show of 2023. Let's get you caught up with today's seven stories. At number one today, Donald Trump was removed from the 2024 primary ballot in Maine. Maine's secretary of state, who's a Democrat, made the decision yesterday. She said it was because of Trump's role in the January 6th attack on the U.S. Capitol in 2021. And she cited a part of the 14th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution that prevents insurrectionists from holding office. Maine is the second state to bar Trump from the ballot. Last week, Colorado Supreme Court blocked him from that state's primary ballot. It was the first time in U.S. history that a state decided to keep a presidential candidate off the ballot under the Constitution's insurrection clause. Other states are facing the same decision, and we're tracking them on our site. The bans in Maine and Colorado aren't final yet. The Colorado case was appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court, and Trump plans to appeal the Maine decision. He'll remain on the ballots while the appeals play out, but election officials will need firm answers soon. Maine and Colorado's primaries are coming up fast on March 5th. Number two, Nikki Haley is facing backlash for her comments about the Civil War. The Republican presidential candidate didn't mention slavery when asked about the cause of the Civil War this week. She was asked about it at a town hall in Berlin, New Hampshire on Wednesday. She gave a long answer about the role of government. This was part of it. Government doesn't need to tell you how to live your life. They don't need to tell you what you can and can't do. They don't need to be a part of your life. They need to make sure that you have freedom. Then the questioner had this to say back. It's astonishing to me that you answer that question without mentioning the word slavery. What do you want me to say about slavery? No, um, uh, you have answered my question. Thank you. Next question. Following criticism from both parties, yesterday Haley acknowledged that the Civil War was, quote, about slavery. Haley is the leading alternative behind Trump in the Republican presidential race. The outcry over her comments and the attempt to clarify them marked a new test for her. Until this week, she had made few unforced errors as she pitched herself as the strongest candidate for president. At number three, the Justice Department warned it'll sue Texas over a new immigration law. The law that we're talking about is set to take effect in March. It gives local police and judges the authority to arrest and deport undocumented immigrants. That's typically understood to be a federal power. Texas Governor Greg Abbott signed it into law last week. But yesterday, a senior Justice Department official said that if Texas implements the law, it would violate the U.S. Constitution. The standoff over the Texas law comes as record numbers of migrants are crossing into the U.S. from Mexico. Number four, Gypsy Rose Blanchard was released from prison. You probably know about Blanchard's case. It's one of the most well-known stories in true crime. She served almost a decade of prison time after persuading her boyfriend to murder her abusive mother. Her mother had falsely claimed that Blanchard had serious medical conditions and forced Blanchard to use a wheelchair and feeding tube. Yesterday, Blanchard was let out on parole eight years after her mother's killing. She told The Post that she regrets her mother's death, and she already has her next moves planned out. She'll release a new book on January 9th, and a docu-series about her will premiere on January 5th. More states are deciding that homebuyers should know about flood risks. That's number five. North Carolina recently joined South Carolina, New York, and New Jersey in adopting stricter rules about flooding disclosure. In North Carolina, anyone who sells a home in the state will soon be made to tell prospective buyers far more about a property's flood risk and its flood history. You should expect more rules like this one over the coming years and decades. Flood risks are surging across the country because of climate change, and these rules will mean fewer buyers face catastrophic surprises. BlendJet is recalling almost 5 million blenders. That's number six. U.S. regulators said yesterday that hundreds of injuries have been attributed to the BlendJet 2 portable blender. The injuries include dozens of burns from spontaneous fires and one laceration from broken metal blades. So if you have one of these things in your kitchen, here's what to do. Check your blender's serial number on the company's site to see if it's part of the recall. The affected blenders were sold between October of 2020 and November of 2023. And if your blender is one of the bad ones, BlendJet says they'll send you a free replacement. Stay safe out there. And at number seven, Dolly Parton surprised a terminally ill fan with a call. About a year ago, LeGrand Gold, who goes by LG, wrote 11 things on his bucket list after he found out his colon cancer was terminal. One of those bucket list items was meeting Dolly Parton, who's one of his favorite musicians. Last week, an unknown number appeared on Gold's phone. He picked up and instantly recognized the southern drawl on the other end. Ah, okay, well, hey LG. Hey it's Dolly P. <laughs> the two of them had an emotional chat for about four minutes. Then she gave him a moment that he'll remember forever. She sang him a personalized version of her hit, I Will Always Love You. Uh-huh. Check the video out on our site. This one is an emotional gut punch. But this is why we love Dolly. That's the show for this week. Before you all go to enjoy the holiday, though, I want to let you know that I'm leaving the post at the end of the year. So this is my last day as host of The Seven. It's been a wild ride, and I appreciate you all for listening and for the love and support you've shared in all those emails and reviews. And I'm not just saying that. I really mean it. I've read every letter and review. The good work of The Seven will continue, so keep listening, and thank you again. The assistant producer of The Seven is Taylor White. The staff writers are Jamie Ross and Hannah Jewell. John Taylor is our editor. Additional editing is by Christina Quinn. Copy editing by Thomas Haliba and Francis Moody. Mixing and sound design is by Jim Briggs and Justin Gerrish. Our theme music is by Edith Mudge. Our director of audio is Renita Jablonski. I'm Jeff Pierre. Thanks for listening again. Have a great weekend, a happy new year, and an even better Haitian Independence Day for all of you who celebrate. The Post has some great soupjumu recipes if you're in a pinch. If you know, then you know. My colleague Hannah Jewell will meet you here next week on Tuesday.